This is so wizarding. Dread it. Run from it. The end is near. We're gonna need some help. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. Oh, yeah, everybody. It is time for episode number 195 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. That woman in red, Wonder Woman. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. All right, everybody, this can get a little dangerous, so don't forget to put on your mean faces. (laughs) And this week, with Destiny arriving, thank you to the Infinity War, we had to call in the West Coast So Wizard Podcast Avengers. First up, fellow podcaster, Mr. D. D. Sweets. <laughs> Shout out to Grimace. <laughs> and you've seen him on the Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> Up and coming, soon to be superstar rapper, Iko the Rain Man. And former DC EU employee. I honk the horns. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Sorry. I love that. Uh, I, could just have a show, tra- I could just have a show of announcing people's names with Mark playing the horn. By <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, pretty, you're a pretty good announcer. Thanks. How is everybody doing? Let's start with our guests. Aiko, you're late. Yes. The, you are. You know, a wizard is never late, though. Listen, Warner Brothers <laughs> was trying to prevent me from being here, so I apologize. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing well. I am in the middle of Tampa, Florida right now, hunched over in the corner of a room talking nerdy stuff with some friends. So doing pretty well. How's everyone else doing? Fantastically <laughs> well in cold. Yeah, Didi, you are outside. What are you doing right now? Um, being nice to my friends who have yet to see Infinity War. Ah, uh, losers. Yeah, they'd rather wait a week. That's that's cool. Yeah, is yeah, fantastic. They should be the ones outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right outside at the theaters. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but all is well, man. No complaints. Aubrey. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you like the giant stone monster in the Neverending Story. You're just sitting there looking at your hands. Like, Nobody remembers that movie. <laughs> Atreyu! <laughs> Falco! <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing, yeah. You're right. Great, great. <laughs> should, do we need to explain why you're looking at your hands, or are we just going to leave it at that? <laughs> no, I think it's funnier if we just leave it at that. <laughs> All right, that's fine. And uh, Mark, uh, what goes on in your world this week? Uh, nothing, man. I made it to the end of the road to Infinity War. I finished up uh, 
Thor Ragnarok, like right before I went to see the movie, like the day before. So I accomplished right. it, man. I did it. What about yeah. the Black Panther? Did you see that again? I didn't go see it again because I've already seen it three times since it came out. And I'll be seeing it again uh, this week. Actually, I'm going to see it one more time this week. So uh, it's still fresh in my brain. I didn't feel like I needed to revisit it. All right. Cool. Well, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast. This week, it's five friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. And like we said, we'll be going over the new movie Marvel has released Avengers colon Infinity War. And uh, then we'll talk some nerd news as well. So we get some trailers and some other cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, before we uh, jump all into that, Mark, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? Sure. All right. So you can find new episodes every week at SoWizardPodcast.com. You'll also find movie reviews from yours truly. You'll find Netflix picks and Amazon streaming from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you can also find our merchandise right there on the website. Uh, you can purchase some of our So Wizard Podcast t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Um, another good way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link right on our website. Uh, click on that big A, do your Amazon shopping, receive your products, and you also get to help out So Wizard Podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links right there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review while you are there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music. You can also find us, uh, I'm sorry, you can also stream us through Spotify and find us on Powercast 97.9 Internet Radio. You can also find our show along with some fantastic other podcasts right on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. That is all. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. You guys are doing a great job this week. Back to you, Joey. So Wizard Podcast is only plugging me in because I'd be sending them them big checks. <laughs> Love you guys. Clubs in my pocket, I'm a prophet. Saw myself on this throne, then I caught that I'm a novice. Take it or leave it, losers. <laughs> All right, Mark. Let's talk some nerd news. Let's wrangle this crazy group together and let's get rambling. Start. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark. Bring forth the news. Yeah. All right. So uh, this has been a big week for female filmmakers. Uh, let's start with uh, Star Trek Four. Looks like we got. Uh, they're going to be moving ahead with the next Star Trek movie, even though the last one didn't really do that well. Uh, and it looks like they are hiring a, a female to direct it. Uh, which is the first for the franchise history. Um, now, Aubrey, I know you are a big Star Trek fan. Uh, the woman that's going to be directing is S.J. Clarkson. Are you excited to have a female director on for their first Star Trek movie? If she could do her job. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you are <laughs> expecting from the next Star Trek movie? No, I have no expectations. I don't even know like what she's done. And so, I mean, I'm, when I see a trailer, we'll see how I feel. But I guarantee it's going to be something like, I don't care. <laughs> Did you like the last one? Um, it was good. I, the thing is, is with Star Trek, normally, like, I love The Next Generation. And this is more of, like, the original series. This is the original series. So, I think 
that's another thing is normally when you have when you're a Star Trek fan, you love one series more than the others. So if the, if this was a next generation movie, fuck yep. yes, I'd be hyped. But it's it's an original series, so I'm kind of it, it is what it is, and I like it for what it is. But all right. All right. All right. So let's go to our guest. Let's start with uh, DD Sweets. Uh, are you excited for Star Trek Four, directed by a CJ Clark? I'm sorry, SJ Clarkson. Yep. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's gonna be. I, I hope it's good because uh, as much of a Justin Lin fan as I am, mm-hmm. I was not happy with the last one. Oh. So yeah. Like, um, hopefully this one will be better and. When are they going to start crossing over with Discovery? That's just like, when are we going to bring the Discovery crew to the big screen? Just just throwing that out there. Okay. All right. All right. What about you, Ico? Are you a fan of the Star Trek franchise? Oh, I love Star Trek. Uh, I actually thought Star Trek Beyond was probably, I think most people would assume that it's one of the better ones of the three that came out. Even though I personally really liked uh, Into Darkness. I don't really know why people had really an issue with that movie. But uh, as far as the director goes, I was looking at her body of work earlier, and she's done some TV stuff, mostly, uh, notably uh, Jessica Jones. She did uh, like two or three episodes for the first season. Uh, she did a few episodes of Dexter, which I wasn't really a fan of. But if I'm not mistaken, the episodes that she did of Dexter was the first season. Uh, which is the best season, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I like the last Star Trek movie. The The problem with the last Star Trek movie was they released it at a wrong time. I, I was reading something about that recently where I just can't remember what movie it was sort of competing with at the time. And it just sort of got a little snubbed in the box office just because there was too much going on at the time. I could be mistaken, but... I don't know. Uh, hopefully the new Star Trek movie is going to be dope. I'm disappointed to see that Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie <laughs> hasn't been, uh, you know, spoken about more. Like when they when they threw that out in the air, it was just like it's like the biggest tease. It's like, you know, it's never going to happen. No, it, but just it, hearing it's still going to those words. It's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. It's just a matter of time. It's the one that's going to come after part four. And it's not going to be, they don't want to tie it to, they're trying to milk that, that Chris Pine money. You know what I mean? Cause he's like, he, he, he did such a good job with Wonder Woman. They're trying to keep that group together. Tarantino's Star Trek is not going to be anything like, uh, the original, tri- the original, uh, series. Could be no, next I mean, it'll probably be really like dialogue driven, which is <laughs> what probably a lot of, uh, the hardcore Star Trek fans wanted when, uh, JJ Abrams like rebooted it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, Joy, what about you? Do how do you feel about a uh, Star Trek four? Star Trek sucks. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, you wor- he he clearly works for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go so, watch your last Jedi. Oh, all right. Next question. Oh <laughs> shit! Jaws are coming off now. He just has to insult Spider Man. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> What what is this person directed other than this? She did some uh, episodes of Dexter, <laughs> and Jessica right, Jones, Orange yeah. is the New Black. Uh, the def- she did a few eps- two episodes of the Defenders, Bates Motel, uh, Haunted House, 
toast heroes haunted house haunted, haunted no and haunted <laughs> and house yeah that just happened to be on the list on imdb right <laughs> yeah this is I'm, I'm on the imdb right now i'm not just naming this off the top of my head i'm not that much of a badass but i was gonna say you definitely researched way more than me and joey did <laughs> yep again it just dropped the ball <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like she'll probably do a good job, a serviceable job, and they get the good PR of having a female director, and uh, she'll work cheap. So yeah, that's true. And not a ball. The ball is in a damn. The ball is in Star Wars court now. Yep. Because we all know women get underpaid. That's right. It's her first. (laughs) It's her first big movie. They're not. They're not gonna. They're not going to give her like the big fat check right off the bat. Patty Jenkins' paycheck like quadrupled between the first Wonder Woman and the new one. Yeah, I wrote an article about it on the uh, So Wizard MySpace earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I'll shout it out on Friendster later on. (laughs) Follow me on High Five, folks. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right, so uh, in other news, we, we are also getting a direct sequel to Cloverfield, not a movie that the filmmakers snatched away and retitled it through a few monsters in it and retitled it a Cloverfield movie. This one is going to be a direct sequel to the very first Cloverfield film, which I love. I love, I mean, it's going to be tough to get the original creators behind it because Matt Reeves is doing uh, Batman now and JJ is doing Star Wars and, you know, all the other guys are doing other things. But I'm excited because I really like all of the Cloverfield movies and I really want one. I'm really going to. I'm really excited to get back to the original Slusho Company Cloverfield universe. I'm psyched for it. Uh, let's start with uh, uh, our guest, Dee Dee Sweets. Are you a fan of the Cloverfield movies, and would you be excited for the next uh, the next chapter of the original Cloverfield saga? Yes. I've been waiting for a sequel to this movie forever. Cloverfield is the shit. Um, but I thought they were doing that a uh, World War II one. Like, I thought that was done already. Isn't that supposed to come out soon? Well, that one is like all of the Cloverfield movies. That one is it is coming out soon. It's called Overlord. It's not going to be attached to the Cloverfield universe. Um, all the other Cloverfield movies are PG 13. Uh, Overlord is a hard R. So, uh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna put the Cloverfield name on it. It, it does have to do with monsters and World War II, but it's not going to be in a universe. Then why would okay Hollywood? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it sucks that um, you know the original crew won't be behind it, but I'm sure they're going to get a check for it anyway. But you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's it it holds a big place in my heart. It's a very good monster flick. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. All right, Ico Ico the Rayman. How do you feel about Cloverfield, the next chapter? The next chapter. Um. Well. Well, wouldn't this technically be Cloverfield three since the last one was sort of a prequel? Uh, well, you know the timey wimey situation is all kind of screwed up, but yeah, technically it would be a part yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing Cloverfield, uh, the trailers when it came, uh, when the trailers were sort of just being like put in random like theaters, and people were like, "What's this movie?" They didn't even have like a title for it yet. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. I was just like, I really, really want this to be a Godzilla movie. And I didn't get that until like five years later. But I, I watched Cloverfield and I, I enjoyed it up until the end. I I just kind of left that movie just like like I just wish I knew more. Like I felt like whatever – like it just sort of abruptly end. I mean like I, I could go back now and appreciate it a little bit more. 
But my favorite out of any of these Cloverfield sort of stories has been uh, Cloverfield Lane because that was just – I don't know. The concept was a little darker. Uh, it just had basically like four people in the entire movie and it was just uh, – it was kind of innovative. But as far as a true sequel, um, mm-hmm. I mean it depends on how they do it. I mean are, do you know if uh, – again, I, I wasn't uh, – I might have missed. Like, are they doing this like handy cam again, or is it going to be an actual like, like an actual party? movie? Movie? I I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to do the handy cam thing again because uh, that was ten years ago that the that the original one came out. But I think they're they're going to link those characters. They're going to do a story that's going to link those characters together, like the guy in the girl yeah. got buried alive at the end. Spoiler. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, like I liked all the Cloverfield movies, even the Paradox. It was goofy and like campy in its own way but it was it was fun i didn't like hate it i know some people were completely trashing that movie but i i i'm a little bit more forgivable when it comes to most movies as you guys might know <laughs> batman versus superman but uh, <laughs> Jeez, uh wow sorry i didn't want to go with it out another episode without mentioning it i had to say it at least once sorry so wizard uh, podcast wishes Ico the rain man all the best <laughs> on his future endeavors <laughs> Weren't you guys sponsored by Batman versus Superman for like <laughs> Felt a little like while? <laughs> Every episode that I'm on is sponsored by Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Wait, didn't you say you were an ex DCEU employee earlier? Uh, there's there are two movies that I will accept from the DCEU, and well, three I guess: Wonder Woman, which is Man of Steel, BVS, and then Wonder Woman. Everything else. We'll get into that later. You can go to hell. <laughs> yeah. hey, more, more power to you. Shit. I just count Wonder Woman and keep it moving. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So, um, so Aubrey, what? How, how about you? I don't fucking care. <laughs> You're not a fan of any of the Cloverfield movies at all? I love you, Aubrey, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I give a flying fuck. Drop the mic. I'm done. Aubrey out. Do not care about Cloverfield. <laughs> it does have a cool Cloverfield. name, though. Is, is God Particle? Okay. <laughs> what, what the fuck is a God Particle? Is no, that, like, that a was human? I, like I just sprinkled some particles on the earth. There's my humans. God Particle, or is uh, it like God Jizz or something? Even then, that would be humans. God Particle is a human. I'm putting it down right now. That's true, right, Joey. What about you, dude? I know you weren't a fan of the last, the last Cloverfield one, but getting back to the original storyline, is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't know. It, I like the fact when they were all like different movies. So, you know, just because I didn't love Cloverfield Paradox, you know, there's a possibility that Cloverfield 4, um, the final chapter, would be, you know, really good. Mm-hmm. And then maybe part five would suck. You never know. But since they were all different, it was like it didn't really matter. But, you know, now yeah. that this one's connected, if this one sucks, it kind of like taints everything. That's actually a very valid point because, like, in a way, like, this is like the Twilight Zone or Black Mirror, but movies. Like, right. every movie is like they're sort of connected, but not really. And yeah, like, you're right. And making a true sequel sort of ruins that, especially if the sequel sucks. So, well, but then again, it could be like a kind of boring, middling movie about people on a space station, hey. and then randomly a Cloverfield <laughs> monster shows up at the end and eats something. <laughs> and he's too big, so it doesn't fit in continuity with the other movies. But no, that's enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So in, oh God. So it's actually going to be about that guy's arm. 
the whole movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, got, uh, that movie was a prequel to the Adams Family. Like that's how basically thing <laughs> came to be. It gets as smaller. Get a new movie. MC Hammer song out of it. I'm good. It's awful. Oh, dear. That's awful. All right, wait. Let me ask you guys this question: If you had to pick one Adams Family theme song, would it be Adams Groove by MC Hammer? Or Adam's family whoop, there it is. And my man, Steve Bowling, tag Um, is there a third option where I just go? <laughs> you could shove a uh, like pot sticker in your ear or something. <laughs> I will take the popcorn chicken he was plugging at the time and stuff oh, that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mark. I'll reel it back in. Go ahead. All right. So in other uh, adaptation news, it looks like we're going to be getting a. Uh, well, we talked about this before. We're going to get a movie based on the Mask toy line. Hasbro's uh, cinematic universe is ramping up. And oh, they, they have a director, F. Gary Gray, uh, will be uh, taking charge of the movie right after he's done with the Men in Black spinoff sequel, whatever whatever it is. But uh, yeah, F. Gary, F. Gary Gray is back on the scene and he is going to be doing Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command live action movie. Uh, Joey... This is like right in your wheelhouse, dude. How do you feel about F. Gary Gray behind the wheel of mask? Dude, I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> <laughs> I like, cannot wait. Oh man, it's gonna be awesome. I can it's gonna be ram I can, this is gonna be rampage level of like terrible <laughs> oh, and awesome God. at the same time. <laughs> as long as there's lots of explosions and flying cars and planes that turn into helicopters. It, I'm there. <laughs> so as long as they have that, you're fine. Right. Because, you know, if you have a vehicle that flies, it should turn into another vehicle that flies, <laughs> not a car or a tank or a boat. <laughs> Maybe you just want to fly sh- like <laughs> slower. So you turn into a helicopter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Aubrey, I know this was most likely before your time and. You know, the toys that they made were not really geared towards you, but are you familiar with Mask at all? Did we talk about this before? Fuck no. <laughs> so a car that turns into a helicopter is not a movie that you would want what? to see. Why does that make sense? In what world does that make sense? Because it sells um, toys. Excuse me. It is a <laughs> jet that turns into a helicopter oh. and a car that turns into a plane. plane right. Like what? what? I don't understand why. You can all you're already motorized. Why would you turn it to a different? I don't get it. Well, well, they need to make the mask movie, Aubrey, because it's going to be connected to the Monopoly movie. Duh. <laughs> all I'm of sorry. the Hasbro movies will be connected. <laughs> Why Hasbro? Why you do this to me? <laughs> I've had it with this world. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Stop right. it. Stop right. making movies out of toys. Monopoly, the battle of the four railroads. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> you know, 
And they made, I already have an issue with movies made from video games because they just never do it right. I don't, I don't want a movie made from a toy. I don't. Stop yeah, you it, do. Hollywood. It's you just good. don't know you want it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me you didn't want the last seven Transformers movies they released? Do Come you on. understand how many times <laughs> I have to watch these Transformers movies too? Like, I shit on them so much. And now Noah, it's it's like his new thing is Transformers, and he's discovered that there is live action Transformers <laughs> movies. <laughs> I cannot fucking yes. tell you how many. <laughs> good, times good, watched. you deserve it. He, he's a smart one. He's, I he's like karma. He's learning about bad movies at an early age, so you're you're being a good mom, and you're supportive. So. All right, so Eichel, did you grow up with the mass toys? Are you familiar with this uh, series of toys at all? No, I had no idea what this was until they announced this a little while ago. And I was just like, what the hell mask? I like, I remember GI Joe and transformers and stuff like that. But I was like, literally had never heard of this ever, ever in my life. But I will say though, um, I have speculations on stuff. I'm a, put it out on air now and if it turns out to be true hey i called it here on so wizard podcast no share is not showing up in the mid credit scene <laughs> oh, damn it all right so i guess that theory is debunked <laughs> <laughs> but no, no no um so as you guys know i'm a huge Zack snyder fan and i follow him on vero which is basically the only social media he uses now uh since he's basically just completely vanished from twitter and one of he only follows like forty people, mm-hmm. and the out of and again just me being me, I was looking at some of the people he follows, and the only company that he follows just happens to be Paramount Pictures. So I have a theory that his next movie might be something connected within this Hasbro bullshit paradox uh, cube uh, spark universe, mm-hmm. whatever the hell they call it. So, yeah, that's just my uh, little theory. He might be doing one of these movies, and that's that. So that's pretty much all I have to say on it. Like I said, I never watched a show when I was younger. Um, Transformers. <laughs> all the way. Mm-hmm. All right, DD Sweets, are you familiar at all with Mask? Yeah. Um, yes and no. I don't remember much of it, but does F. Gary Gray really need money? It's not yes. that he. It's not that he needs the money. Is that they are offering it to him? They're putting it on a table and pushing it in his direction. He's gonna take it. I guess I should have seen this shit coming when he did that uh, half-ass Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> but, well, I mean, what does I he really have to lose? If it sucks, people are gonna be like, "Who cares? This is a mask movie." And if it's awesome, it'll be like, "Whoa, look what he did with a shitty uh, true <laughs> franchise." That's very true. Who's going to be the voice of T-Bob is what my question is. Me. I don't know. Someone from Parks and Rec, probably. No, but, you know, I'll probably watch it because I'm curious and silly. Gosh. Um, Okay, who am I? I really don't care. Fuck it. I like F. Gary Grado. He gets a pass for for life for Friday and for Straight Outta Compton. He gets a pass. Can I... Can I be honest and tell you how out of the loop I was? When they said that they were making a mask movie, I thought they were rebooting The Mask, like with Jim (laughs) Jim Carrey. I was just like, oh, snap, The Mask is coming back? (laughs) And then I found out it's this fucking fake G.I. Joe's Transformers ripoff. And I'm like, nope, no thank you. Mm. Nobody knows what the fuck this is. Excuse me, (laughs) is the Mobile Armored Strike Command? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm telling you right now, we should start a Kickstarter fund and we should uh, partner up with New Line to do a GoBots movie. Don't put that out in the air, man, because that's going to happen. <laughs> GoBots. Go I, think, I think we should have a Beyblades movie. Beyblade. Um, just because it's super fucking ridiculous. Or, or <laughs> that a movie sounds about like the fog. greatest idea I've ever heard. No, back to Beyblades. <laughs> we need to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, are you listening? Beyblades, the movie. Right it must happen. All right. So, so then. Let's actually do a SWAT Cats movie. Say that again. You should do a SWAT Cats movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what about Street Frogs? Brave Star. Silverhawks. Hold on. He's, he's, I mean, he's on to something. SWAT Cats was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you were to do like a CG version of that movie, I think that'd be pretty cool. I think that's the only way like I'd take that serious. Like I'm talking about like DreamWorks doing like an uh yes. fucking badass two cats mechanics, but they're kind of like Mexicans, but they fly jets and stuff. That sounds awesome. I, I think Zack Snyder could direct Visionaries. You guys don't even know what that is, do you? No. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I'm gonna have to look uh, that up. That sounds so familiar. It was like G.I. Joe, but they had um, sticks that had holograms. <laughs> Jesus. That would be awesome. I'll never get a stunt dogs movie, so there's that. <laughs> no. What about a grim and gritty Airbud re- reboot? <laughs> we'll get that the day Disney uh, does gargoyles. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Mark. I still Reel- vote for a again. Dead Space movie. <laughs> Oh, I'll let it back in. <laughs> yeah, Dead Space would be awesome. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> All right, so then the last bit of uh, news, we got a new trailer this week for Tom Hardy is Venom. Uh, it showed more footage. Uh, we got a good look at Riz Ahmed as the yeah. head of the corporation, which I didn't even recognize him. Uh, uh, Tom Hardy is a reporter doing a story on his company and somehow uh, uncovers a secret and gets, I guess, infected with the Venom symbiote. <laughs> I think oh, is how they God. pronounce it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> she said that literally just to piss me off. I swear to God. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's go around a room and see what do we think about the trailer? Let's start with our resident. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Before you say what you thought of it, you also have to say the word symbiote and see how <laughs> you pronounce it. <laughs> so let's start with uh, our resident Tom Hardy expert, Aubrey. Aubrey, what'd you think of this trailer? I think I had to change my pants. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I'll second that. <laughs> My body is so ready. I I have so all of the movie theaters in my area already have posters up for this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like every single movie theater I stop and I just stare at it. Oh, so you haven't been arrested yet? <laughs> Surprisingly not. I'm surprised there is not a warrant out for my arrest. Being a fucking freak. But yeah. I am so, so excited for this movie. Words cannot even describe how excited. I mean, I am never excited about anything. So any level of excitement is usually too much for me. But I'm so ready for this movie. Awesome. I cannot watch that trailer and not think of you automatically, Aubrey. Just thinking of uh, how much you must be enjoying looking at Tom Hardy be Tom Hardy. 
Like oh, not, I am enjoying it. He's, he's barely even <laughs> acting. He's just kind of showing up. Uh, I fucking care. That's all he has to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm work. All right. Uh, our, our guest, Dee Dee Sweets, what did you think of Tom Hardy as Venom in the new trailer? Take that fucking symbiote off. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um. Venom is one of my all-time favorite villains. Like I still fuck people up with him in a Marvel versus Capcom two. Mm-hmm. Don't come for me. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I was worried at first because I'm like, this is the guy who did uh, Gangster Squad, and right. I hate that movie. But um, it looks good. I was worried about that gif that fucking leaked, and I was like, yo, th- th- is this just like an early? Is this like early test footage? Is, is, does he need work or something? But no, I'm I'm presently. Surprise! I hope this is good. Do not fuck this up, Sony. You did this before. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Fuck you and Eric Foreman. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go to Rayman. How did you feel about uh, the this, this newest trailer that dropped? I've been waiting for this movie since 2002 when they announced that they were making a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I was just like, please, please put Venom in this movie. And then I said that for the second one. And then this third one came out, and it was just literally a nightmare. And then a few years later, they announced that they were doing a Venom and a Carnage movie, and I flipped my chits, but I could not be more excited for this movie, honestly. It, to me, looks fantastic. Uh, Tom Hardy is doing the voice of Venom. Uh, When I first uh, heard the voice, I was like, is that... uh?" Uh, Keith David is that the actor I'm thinking about who does the voice of Spawn mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, yes. what's what's the main character from uh, Gargoyles? Uh, I was gonna no- say Brooklyn, but I forget. Yeah, but no, I think the movie looks fantastic. Um, I'm wondering how they're going to incorporate Spider-Man into it. I was uh, spoiler alert, assuming that there was going to be some mention or reference of venom in the avengers movie but unfortunately i left disappointed in that aspect but uh because put it because you guys do know that spider-man is going to be in the movie right or at least uh tom holland tom holland's care peter parker we don't know if he's going to be in full costume but he's in the movie in some capacity because he did two days of filming and not only do I have confirmation because I've met people who've actually worked on the set, uh, it was reported like right around the time that I heard that news. I thought it was just bullshit, but turns out to be true. But yeah, I'm excited. I love Venom. I've always loved Venom. Uh, he was one of the three main characters like I had like a, an obsession with when I was a kid. It was Venom, Spawn, and Batman. Oh, yeah. I have a Spawn bumper sticker. Oh, and God. Venom tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to win me over or woo me right now, it's working. <laughs> right. Hold on. Could you say that again, but slower? You have a, <laughs> a bumper sticker that says what on it? You want me to sing it to you? <laughs> you're right. Do it in, do, you have do to it in rap, rap it. form. Yeah, you got to rap form it. <laughs> I, can't. I don't know if I could do that. I got to prepare myself. <clears throat> All right. We want your bumper sticker uh, spawn rap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Joey, last but not least, how do you feel about Tom Hardy as Venom? Um, Choose your words carefully, Joey. Oh, yeah, bro. Jesus. 
<laughs> out outside of whatever weird accent he's using in the trailer <laughs> at times. Mm-hmm. He's from um, New York, all right? Eddie Brock is from New York. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like someone British pretending to have a New York accent and struggling mightily with it. But that's he works fine. for the bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're going to stay, you're only going to hurt the bad people. <laughs> Aubrey's that doing it for you? Yeah, if you're trying to turn me on right now, it's working. (laughs) Hey, listen. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) Oh god, I love you guys. But yeah, his 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 Uh, voice, his style of speaking is pretty funny. But it kind of works though. I don't know what that is, but this looks this looks a million times better than it has any right to. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, especially after that first teaser where it was just like some boring movie also featuring ben. <laughs> Tom Hardy, the movie. That's right. Not that, that there's anything wrong with that. Tickets, yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy reads the phone book without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, can that really be a movie? I will fully fund it. <laughs> I have no money, but let me fully fund this movie, please. Aubrey's like, Tom, we're filming in my basement right this way. <laughs> Please step into my crawl space. <laughs> There's only one door in and one door out. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. It looks a million times better than it has any right to look. And, uh, you know, I'm all in. Let's let's go. If if is that a, a, a so wizard podcast exclusive? I go that Tom Holland was on set. No, uh, no, I wish. Uh, what's it called? I will give you the source of that. Uh, I knew some people who did work uh, on set for that. And when I heard about that, I was just like, oh, that's BS. Then uh, probably like a few days later, uh, this guy named John Shep, who was the director of uh, The Death Lives. of Superman Lives. And he's also like a pretty – uh cool film critic i follow him on twitter i respect his opinion a lot he knows about a lot of stuff and he was the first one to break the story where he was just like listen fans like and he and it started to kind of go around he works for collider now so he does like a uh, collider heroes if you guys ever watched that yeah, show I've seen that on youtube yep yeah it's it, it's a cool sort of like uh superhero themed nerdy little podcast and he was 100% confident that Tom Holland was there. They filmed two days uh, uh, of shoots with him. So that means he's in the movie to some degree. So like I said, um, they're probably going to use Spider-Man uh, for some of these movies, but they're probably going to, as we heard, not use many of like the other DC – or pardon me, Marvel characters like Iron Man or – Thor or anything like that. You you will definitely see Spider Man or Peter Parker in this movie. So, well, that's good because it, it they still have to try to make some sense of why Venom looks like Spider Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to. If you think, but there's there's a lot there's sort of plots with that logic or holes in that logic as well with most people because they're like, we don't know if he has the spider symbol on him. And right. when Venom consumes like pretty much everyone, they he sort of always looks the same except for the symbol on his chest is usually changing. So for example, Deadpool was the first person who ever wore the suit, which they sort of now made canon. So which is why the symbiote is crazy. 
So before it ever uh, got to Peter Parker, Deadpool's the first person to ever use the suit. And because he's a crazy person, that's why the symbiote became crazy itself. And when you see Deadpool wearing, uh, you know, the suit, like it's sort of just like shit, you know, shaped and it looked like a Deadpool costume, but that was just like black and white basically. Mm. So for him to look the way he looks is fine. But if he does have a spider symbol on his chest, that would be a little weird. Mm. So we'll know. Yeah. Looking at the, looking at that, that final shot of him when he goes like full teeth and tongue, he doesn't look like spider-man at all i mean he has like the white eyes but there's nothing about that look that goes that immediately connects him to peter parker spider-man so i think they can get get away with it (laughs) but if you if you if you look like towards like his like upper torso and chest area like if you there's people who did like who've turned up like uh the lighting in like photoshop and stuff like that and you could see that there's like white what Uh. looks like like white like a white, like there is something on his chest mm-hmm. and it looks like it's white. It could be the spider symbol, but there is something there. Like you could see the white lines, like in between some of uh, the darker spots in his costumes. I watched his trailer drool. like a million times. <laughs> and it's a drool. Probably. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> right. Or this is getting graphic. <laughs> I just got to know, is Carnage showing up? Oh, I, I hope so. I would put money on it. Carnage? Yeah. Even well, like I mean, in the last the part, that'd be fantastic. Well, they're saying Woody Harrelson's playing Carnage, which is fucking amazing. If that's true, holy shit. Like, holy shit. That'd <laughs> be, be so the only ridiculous. thing that makes me cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I forgot the newspaper they word for. Is it Daily Planet or Bugle? Bugle, right? Bugle, yeah. yeah. Yep. Daily Planet is um, Superman. Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> DC, get out of here. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Former ex-DC employee. <laughs> All right. All right, so we, we're all in agreement. I don't know why as well. Like, I don't, like... When I when I got to review Justice League and I watched it, and I need God damn it, I need to stop watching superhero movies when I'm drunk, and that's why I didn't watch Avengers when I'm drunk, and that's <laughs> and I've made a thing to not do that anymore. But when I saw Justice League for the first time, I was so excited to see that movie. I was like, man, this movie is awesome. And then I saw it again, and I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. what's what happened? And then I saw it a third time in theaters, and I was just like, oh. God, like this is Spider-Man three all over again. Like <laughs> Spider-Man three is almost like, like I had to like, it was in denial for like the longest time. I was like, Spider-Man three like raped me. And I was just like, this is like, just, this is awful. Yeah. And that's how I feel about the DC movies. Now they fired Zack Snyder and they said that he left because his daughter committed suicide. Right. That's pretty, that's pretty fucked up, dude. Like, regardless of whether you like the man's movies or not, like that's an awful thing to do to someone like for you to like, as like a PR stunt, like for you to, I don't know. There's, there's a lot that I could say on that, but that's pretty much the reason why I'm protesting movies. It literally could have been another director as well. They could have done that to, I mean, they did that to David Ayer in a way like they fucked his movie up and I don't know. I just don't want to support that. I'll watch the movie when it comes out on Blu-ray, and I'll torrent it. So, 
I mean, I will uh, <laughs> support it. Box it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Do all right. torrent sites still exist? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's private. Yeah, you got to have private ones. Yeah, because, so. oh, oh, again, sorry, Mark. <laughs> Shit. No, so that so I, I we all agree that the Venom trailer looks cool. We're all gonna go see it. Yes, um, yes, yes. Sorry, I got distracted. That, Venom. If I could buy my tickets now, I would have bought it already. Like, yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yep, I believe it is coming out in October, so we have plenty of time October to get hyped for it. All right, so that's it for that's it for the news. Or at least all the yeah, good stuff buddy. that I like to talk about. Woo-hoo! All right, so we're gonna move into our uh, discussion of Marvel's. Avengers Infinity War. Was yeah. I supposed to watch that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we really need like the intro of Mulan where it's like, let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Um, so what we'll do is just give some basic impressions before we jump into spoilers, but we're going to jump into spoilers quickly because there's not really any way to discuss this without spoiling everything. So clear, it's a very good idea if you have not seen it yet to avoid all spoilers and get your ass to the movie theater. But, uh, just to kind of get started first, uh, what did everybody think of the movie? Just a general impression. We'll start with DD sweets. Um, I got to see it a second time, but um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I am still shook. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Aiko. I very much liked it, although I didn't know how much I liked it until a few hours after. I just had to sort of digest everything. So I kind of left the movie theater confused. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really weird feeling that I had, but I, I, I very much liked the movie, but... There's just so much that went on, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, thumbs up. Alrighty, uh, Aubrey. I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Where you leave the movie theater wondering what the fuck just happened. Um, so I'm like I'm still kind of in a con- a state of seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of how Perfect. I feel about it. Like really. What? Mark, please insert "Boo This Man" uh, <laughs> sound drop. <laughs> Boo this man! You know, I I did audibly yell out "What" when I saw the credits roll. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about you, Mark? Um, I had a great time watching this movie. Like, I really enjoyed the entire cinematic adventure it does take some adjusting because it's it's different than the other movies so it's not to say that it's that i i didn't like it it just took a little while to get adjusted to it but first villain movie i think yes mm-hmm. yep i did enjoy it i had a really really good time watching this movie i will definitely go and be watching it at least two more times all right <laughs> Oh, you want my opinion? Yeah, Joey. (laughs) I fucking love this movie. Oh, yeah. Did you know? How much did Disney pay you? Uh, A lot. No, not enough. They didn't even comp us anything free. I fucking vacationed there. (laughs) But uh, I thought it was amazing. I loved it. It was like having a panic attack for two and a half hours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Which we'll get into in spoilers, but... uh, 
oh, it was great. It was great. It was great. And then at the end, like the whole movie theater is like either stunned silence or crying. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect. This this was the Empire Strikes Back of Marvel movies. So that's a valid point. It's funny you say that because like a bunch of people who left the theater, I've never and, and, and I'm not saying this, obviously, just to be a hater, but I've never heard so many people express frustration leaving the theater w- before this movie. Like, I've never really, like, like I don't know what people are thinking when I leave most movies. But for this movie, I heard several people be like, what the fuck? That was bullshit. <laughs> like, I, wa- I, I wasted three hours for this. What? And I was just like... I mean, I didn't feel the same way, obviously, but I was just like, uh, yeah, like the ending, I know for a fact, pissed off a lot of people. But I do think, though, that those people were like the casual fans who don't really know much about the lore or are invested as much as we are within the comic book movies. I think those are the people who were affected the most by that ending. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, let's just go into spoilers. Mark, play the spoilers sound drop. If you haven't seen Infinity War yet, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. So Peter Parker, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's great. Who wants to hear a spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All right, Mark, take it. Take us through it. Let's go. All right. So the movie starts off right off the bat at the end of, or a little bit after the end of Thor Ragnarok, where all of the Asgardians, who we were just so happy that they made it off that exploding planet, half of them are dead now on the (laughs) ship. Like, wait, yay, that was a really small, small victory. Um, and we get introduced to Thanos, who's already beat the shit out of everyone, and uh now has Thor in his grasp. So let's let's break it down by different story points. What did you guys think of well let's let's start with the opening. What did you guys think of the opening as far as like people who died and people who got their ass whooped by Thanos? Let's start with Aubrey. I was when I saw Loki die, I was like, ah oh, shit. There goes every woman that came and see this movie that's not actually a comic book fan. <laughs> they just get up and walked out like, well, yeah, yeah that's it. Fuck this shit. Loki's dead. I don't want nothing to do with this no more. Um, so that, that was shocking to me. I also kind of was like a little bit annoyed with Tom Hiddleston's acting because the dagger trick was kind of stupid. Um, yeah, it was. I agree. Yeah. And, and I wasn't I wasn't digging it. But. I was a little this bit. This guy just beat up the Hulk and he's trying to stab him with a little knife. <laughs> yeah, like what, what does Loki think that he's going to accomplish? He could have very easily done a number of different things and instead he did not. So I don't know. That that to me was a little bit. I started off a little bit hesitant because of that scene. But then it got, it got better. Mm. I was just excited to see it, I guess. All right. But. So DD Sweets, what did you think about that big opening scene? Um... Yeah, I kind of called it. I I knew Loki was going to fucking bite it, so I, that didn't hurt my feelings. Uh, Heimdall dying, though, kind of pissed me off a little <laughs> bit because I love Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. But um, I also can't wait to laugh at my friend when he sees it because he f- he fought for like the longest time that uh, Heimdall had the fucking Soul Stone. Oh, yeah. Because of the he eyes. One the, of those. The, the orange, the orange <laughs> eyes, right? Let's put the rest. But um, yeah, Loki died. Yeah, yeah. Like seeing Loki die reminded me of, of when uh Chris Brown's character like 
fucking bit it like within the first 10 minutes of stop the yard so i tried not to laugh out loud because there were oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna say crowd. people were pissed like <laughs> i thought you were gonna say thanos beating up the hulk was like chris brown beating up Rihanna. wow oh, Whoa. Oh, wow 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 real fast wow because, wow. yeah, because Joey really wants me to get my black card. <laughs> I was going to say, the views of Joey DeCaro do not express the views of everyone here at So Wizard Podcast. Sorry. Boo this man. Where is the boo this man? <laughs> no. Boo this man. No, but uh, the beginning, it, yeah, they just, yeah, it, they just came out swinging. Um, Thanos was like my fucking number one pick within five seconds of seeing him beat the, beat the ever loving fuck out of the Hulk, Mm -hmm. which was pleasing to watch. It kind of sucks, but I'm like, damn, he is fucking yo green ass up. Get, do something. But no, it was (laughs) like, it was good. It was surprisingly funny for something so dark. Like at the, at the very beginning, all those jokes that they cracked, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, so Which I, is actually a huge problem with that movie, in my opinion. He's he's got a point there. Like there were some serious moments in this movie, and then they're like Doctor Strange and Iron Man are talking about Dairy Queen. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? The that was my main gripe with this movie <laughs> is that like you're having this serious conversation, and all of a sudden it just like it's like it's a different movie. It's like they just I there's some of the writing like with the jokes like mm-hmm. I loved. But there's some of them that was just like, dude, just like, just just be a movie. Stop trying to tell jokes every other minute. Like, it just does not need that. It's Very disappointed. Like overdoing it, yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, I can't remember which one. Yeah, it was the Dairy Queen thing. Like, they're like, oh, what kind of ice? Like, Iron Man's trying to, like, figure something out. And, and then someone says something about Dairy Queen. And then there's, like, this conversation about ice cream that lasts for, like, 10 seconds. Like, they're reeling me in. Iron Man's like, how much longer do we got? I was like, what? Like, who's coming? What? What's his name? Like, well, why is he? The, the portal opens up. Uh, uh, well, hold on. Let's stop everything real quickly. Dairy Queen joke. All right, all right, all right. Well, now we can go back. Like, I just hate that. Mm, that so that didn't really bother me too much at all. I I, I, I was a fan of that. The, the the Tony Stark Raven Mad flavor of ice cream. I actually kind of want to try that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because uh, if the world is coming to the end, to an end. Best believe my ass is talking about strawberry cheesecake ice cream. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to be eating strawberry cheesecake <laughs> ice cream. See little world. Get a big yeah. tub. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's cut the check. Yeah. But uh, quickly commenting on that beginning, uh, I felt like there was probably like a good 10 or 15 minutes probably cut from the opening of that. <laughs> they mm-hmm. probably, like, I felt like when I saw that, I was just like, it just jumps right into that. Like, it didn't explain how Thanos found him, yep. like, or what, like, the beginning conflict that that was. Like, I feel like if there was a director's cut of this movie that maybe had, like, an extra 20 or 30 minute scene, I guarantee you that intro would have not started the way it did. Like, it just felt too abrupt. But whatever, it was dope. No ultimate additions here, DC fan. <laughs> I would love, I, I like this movie a lot. I would love an extra 30 minutes of this movie. May Give me a three hour uh, Avengers movie. Why the hell not? I don't think I could emotionally <laughs> handle another 30 minutes of this movie. Hey, so Look, if I couldn't get my four hour cut of Black Panther, you're not getting your ultimate cut of this. <laughs> we, hey, that, that could still happen. Black Panther's not out on DVD yet. There was never a moment in Black Panther, though, that I was just like, there's something missing here from one of like 
you know, the like the plot beats. Yep. Like Black Black Panther had like a solid beginning and an ending. Like you don't ever have to watch any other movie. Like you just like I never watched that when I watched Black Panther, I was like, I feel like there's certain story beats that were missing. And I felt that way at least with the intro of uh Avengers, personally. Now, Joey, what did you think of the beginning? Hulk get embodied and uh um, and uh, Loki getting his neck cracked. I thought it was awesome for a lot of reasons. One, first of all, it just starts just like yep. you said, I go, it just starts like this is not, I've never seen a Marvel movie before. <laughs> I'm going to go to see infinity war. This is not for you. Right. <laughs> no, the fuck it ain't. So yeah, it just true. starts like there's no fucking around. And then I also thought it was hilarious that it just start not hilarious, but it starts and it's just like death. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Oh man, I love Marvel movies. They're so funny. And then it's like Loki's dead. The whole guy's ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, the way they kill is killing everyone feeling. was brutal. They just like crushed his neck. Like yeah, they're like this is this isn't this is not uh, Yellow Jacket. <laughs> like, <laughs> <don't fuck> around. <laughs> and something I had been hoping for f- since Avengers one was the Hulk getting his ass kicked. Yeah, because it it you know I, I hate to reference Star Trek because I don't like it, but. You know, they always used to build up Worf as this big badass, and then he'd always get beat up as a way to show how badass the bad guy was. <laughs> and that's that's Hulk's role now. Like we've established, the Hulk is amazing, and but when somebody beats his ass down, like you're like, oh shit, this is another level. <laughs> and even the Hulk is at one point like, no, I'm not coming out anymore. Yeah, the Hulk is scary. Exactly. <laughs> but like I, I just it, it right off the bat established huge stakes. Like Loki is dead. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Heimdall is exactly. dead. Everyone you saw and were happy <laughs> see at the end of <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, they're dead too. Yeah. Right, which brings up my other question. Where's Valkyrie and Korg? There were two ships. There was two ships. Okay. Yeah, you didn't yeah, see the second ship. Dead. Nope. She's the she's the last of her kind, so they're not going to kill her off. Yeah, they better not. I think that was one of the major issues that I had with this movie is that you sat there and wondered where the fuck other people were. Like, where the hell was Ant-Man? Why didn't he appear? Where the fuck was Hawkeye? <laughs> get out of your wife and get well, pictures. Well, what the fuck? Well, well, that's actually my point as well is like, like there were certain pictures that were uh, released a long time ago. Like if you look for them, like type in like Ant-Man uh on set infinity war and you see like a bunch of stuff with like ant-man like he's being chased by someone and he's like running through the city he's not in any costume he's like in like regular clothes so i feel like there's a whole ant-man section that they either cut out or they are probably saving for the next movie but he's it's been 100 percent confirmed that he has filmed scenes for infinity war but he was nowhere to be put in the movie so it's probably being used for uh the new Avengers. Yeah, who really gives a fuck about Hawkeye? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do, bro. He's a fake was... ass Green Arrow. <laughs> Look, um, I'll be. No, it's like I will be excited over um, with Hawkeye when. No, actually, I'm not even going to say that. I just don't like Jeremy Renner. It's the same thing with Anthony Mackie. I'll be so much happy with their roles if they get out and they bring new people in, like they did with Terrence Howard. Oh my god! Because I like War Machine. Like, I fucking war- love War Machine now. Like, hey, it's not Terrence Howard's bitch ass. <laughs> Next time, baby. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. All right. So, not, not for you, Empire. All right. So, what did you guys think of the 
the opening battle in New York City with Doctor Strange and Iron Man, special appearance by Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Uh, let's start with Aubrey. Um, that also kind of felt, I don't know, I think that Tony Stark and Doctor Strange just felt their storyline. I, I agree that I feel as though it was a little bit too much. Like they were trying too hard to make Doctor Strange funny and have Tony Stark just keep going back at him. And it just became kind of annoying at one point. That's really what it came down to is it was just annoying for me. But it was awesome. But it was still, it was definitely not the best fight scene in the movie. Definitely okay. a beginning fight scene. All right. Eichel, what did you think of the big battle of New York or the, the small intimate neighborhood battle of New York? Um, I thought it was dope. I had uh, some problem with the CG. Uh, particularly Iron Man suit. Like this is the like the fakest I've ever seen Iron Man suit look. Like there were just like when he when he was in full armor, I was just like, man, just something about the CG just does not look like right. Like I'm telling you, I've love. Well, that's not that's a far stretch right there. I didn't like really any of the Iron Man movies, but he always looked like he's an actual. Like, it's actually there. But there were some shots, which is Iron Man, that I'm like, man, the CG is just lacking. But besides that, I thought it was dope. Uh, I thought the guy who was able to use telekinesis was oh like, you should be honored that you get to die by the children of Thanos. Like, he just had, like, some really badass lines. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that fight scene was pretty, pretty cool. It's funny how they uh, – like how Doctor Strange and Iron Man know how to fight with each other even though they've never uh, met prior to that moment. Yeah. 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 yeah that was, I actually thought that was kind of cool. Their little team up. Uh, Didi, what did you think of that opening New York battle? Um, it was cool. Uh, definitely gave me a taste of a very OP Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get pissed off. Um, I definitely feel you on the uh, Iron Man suit for two reasons. One, it gave me Green Lantern vibes. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Overly, overly fake. And two, this was the fucking suit I wanted in Iron Man 3. Yeah, it's the coolest like, suit, but it just looked so bad CG-wise. Like, Yeah, very true. It's like, yo, this was the fucking extremist suit. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's the fucking extremist suit. That's the shit I wanted in Iron Man 3. Instead, we get Iron Patriot and Home Depot Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J- Joey, talk to me about uh, Spider-Man and the Iron Spider suit. What do you think of Peter Parker in this? Oh, my God. So, right, you know, talking about the opening where this movie's not fucking round and knowing that, you know, there's going to be a lot of death. Anytime characters I cared about were on screen, I was like, that's <gasps> <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> <I was> terrified. <laughs> So anytime I just wanted Spider-Man to leave, like, please go away. <laughs> you don't need to be in this movie. <laughs> but Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, Mr. Yeah, Stark. Spider-Man and Captain America should just go have an adventure somewhere else. <laughs> Doesn't involve the potential of dying. <laughs> but uh, Stark, have you have you seen that one movie, the the one with the alien? <laughs> fucking shut up! You fucking you shut up! <laughs> shut up! Just shut up. Stop watching movies. Um, I thought uh, Iron Man was was toast as soon as he showed up and started talking about having a baby. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh you're done. <laughs> you're done. Just, just just put a gun to your head and pull the trigger now. <laughs> well, well, I have a, I have a theory on that. I don't know if you want me to tell you because it's going to break your heart. 
And I'm oh, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's 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 pretty much confirmed. It's you want to hear it? It's it's gonna be sad. I think yeah. I have a feeling what you're talking. Yeah, I think I know what you're Tony, talking about. Tony yeah. Tony is gay for Thanos. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! So, all right, hold on. So back to the the theory is about to pitch you. Um, what was I gonna say? All right, so here's the deal. It's sort of going through the whole movie, but you know how uh, Captain America and Iron Man literally had no screen time together? They also did not speak to each other throughout the entirety of the movie. They were also like – there was almost two separate movies in which they were both leading you know, their own causes to try to get uh, you know, rid of Thanos. So people uh, – I've been reading and it seems to sort of – it seems to be really plausible that the reason why – because they're still at odds with each other, that's going to be fixed in the next movie. And then both of them are going to die. So they were kind of like – in like when you're right. When they started talking about having a baby, I'm like, oh, man. This is that conversation you have right before you're about to die. So I think that they're going to kill both Captain America and Iron Man in the next movie because of – just they weren't together in this movie. There was just like little hints like that through like the conversation, which is like, oh, we're, we're we want let's have the kids, and you you know he's holding the, even like that one moment where Spider Man is you know in trouble and he's holding them and he, he's about to he's dying you know after skipping fast forward a little bit. he's holding him like he's a son he's looking at him he's just like dude I just let my son die so there was just something about that. That yeah, he's he's dead in the next movie. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. All right, so wrap. let's talk about yeah. let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you guys think of their introduction, their meeting with Thor, and pretty much Gamora's storyline? Uh, let's start with Joey. Uh, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my reaction. To everything I thought it was awesome. Um, I wish I hadn't watched the San Diego Comic Con bootleg trailer filmed from like halfway upside down (laughs) because it did give away a lot of that scene and that would have been fun to experience for the first time but (laughs) i can't help myself there's no way i wasn't watching that Mm -hmm. but yeah i thought thought they were great they they seemed like they just literally walked right out of their movie into this movie so i know james gunn had had been helping them with the script and like getting those characters right so um i thought star lord was hilarious I liked uh, Gamora's arc through the three movies now, but I wish she didn't have to get killed. But that was a huge moment too. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Didi, what did you think of um, the whole Guardian sequence and uh, Gamora's complete story arc? Uh, damn good use of rubber band. Uh, <laughs> is it man or band? It's rubber band band, right? Man, I forget, but it's a it's a damn good song. Um, I was happy. It was uh, pretty good. I did. Um, Sexy Gamora had to go out the way she did. And I never thought I'd hear myself saying these words out loud. Fuck Star Lord. <laughs> right. Like I was ready to whoop his fucking ass like twice. But, you know, whatever. He's in love and shit. Yeah, I didn't really buy that whole romance between. I mean, I know that they've been teasing it for two movies, but. It, it seemed to elevate really quickly the romance between Star Lord and Gamora. It seemed to I felt fast. opposite. I thought it was natural. Like when she yeah. finally said "I loved you" and all that. I, like I was like, "Wow!" Like this finally happened. Like it. Like I didn't feel like that was forced. Like I thought it was going to happen at the end of the first movie. I was like, "Oh no, not yet." I, I thought it was going to happen in the beginning of Guardians Two or at the end of it. It's like, no, 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 not yet. And then it happens in this one. And you're like, yeah, like 
it, it to me personally it made sense, but you know. Yeah, I think because I mean, he ain't getting with Mantis, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. No, no. All right, so Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of the Guardians part of this movie? I loved this part of the movie. This is probably my favorite part of the movie. Um, was the Guardians intro being introduced into it? Um, I thought every scene that they were in was just fantastic. I loved every single scene that they were in. I thought that uh, I was a little disappointed with how Gamora just kind of handled herself in general. Like she is supposed to be this badass, and then she just kind of surrenders easily and then tries to save her sister and everything like that. So that kind of all just that annoyed me a little bit because I think I expected more of her. Um, but other than that, I mean, every line that they had was fantastic. I fucking lost it when they were calling Thor an angel pirate or a pirate angel. <laughs> oh my god. Every time Chris Pratt opened his mouth, I was just crying from laughter. And yeah, that was great. Telling Thanos that he had a ball sack for a chin is just, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking perfect. I loved it. Um, boy, he is a man. Yeah, him, him jumping through one of like the Doctor Strange portals and then flicking you off like right before he does it like that's such like a thing that he would do that utilize his character so well I wasn't sure how well the Guardians would like blend or you know work with like the Avengers like how that dynamic would work but it was just so perfect like I, I could honestly get an entire movie which is Thor Rocket Raccoon and Groot like just give me oh, that yeah. movie yeah, that they were just fantastic. The actors for those characters are just perfect. That was such a well cast movie, and they really are the essence of all of their characters. Dave Batista is hysterical when he's like standing yeah, there eating the, the chips. Best line. Mm-hmm. He 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 has like some some really great dialogue when he's standing there eating the chips like he's invisible. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh my god, he is just. And the whole them as an entity just had me rolling. You could have just had them as the comedy of the movie and left the rest like with no comedy and it would have been perfectly fine. I almost feel like that would have been better. Don't have anybody yeah. else have any comedic lines that are purpose, like purposefully put in there. Just leave Guardians the way it is, and it would have been perfect. Agreed. All right, so I agree. Let's get into uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch's storyline. Um, now he's able to make himself look normal, and they've been sneaking off, going off grid to spend some quality time together. Uh, She's banging a robot. And all she about finally, it too. finally isn't, got it in. Isn't she like? Was she like eighteen or nineteen? Like, oh, this, this character's supposed to be at this point. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> If they're trying to get uh what's her name uh to look like she's 18 or 19 then you're then yeah they've really are just out of touch like there's no way her character wait how old was she supposed to be in uh Ultron No I know I know she was a teenager in Civil War I remember them specifically calling her a teenager in Civil War What She's like huh. 19 or 20 now I mean she is an Olsen so well, she's the oldest of the Olsons. You and got like it, the- dude. <laughs> I thought she's the youngest of the Olsons. No, nah, she's older than the twins, I believe. Could be I wrong. I don't know. But, so what did you guys think of the story? Let's start with Dee Dee. What did you think of um, the Vision and Scarlet Witch story? Um, seeing those uh, tender moments between the two gives me so much hope 
for a live action champions movie. Nope. That went right above my head. Joey, do you know what that is? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not, not a, nobody reads champions. What the fuck? No, I read good <laughs> comics. <laughs> oh, oh shit. You know what, jo- Joey, we go, we go fight. We go fight, Joey. It's going to happen. Fine. I hope so. I ho- uh, whoever's listening to the show, I hope you get that. I forget the name of their kid, but yeah. uh, I, Viv. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I'm hoping that comes out of that because that's what I've been pulling for the entire time. It's like, I just want them to hook up. Same thing with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Like, can y'all just fuck more so I can get that, so we can get the baby? <laughs> just bring the baby. That's it. Yeah, just bring the baby. Like, come on. It's destined to be. Okay, the you're ba- not going to be with Rosario a- Dawson forever. He's a very important part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic World. Hand it baby. over. Hand over the baby and walk baby. away. <laughs> well, their two kids are in, uh, in the Young Avengers, so we may see that in ah. Phase 6. Nice, nice. <laughs> exactly. But no, um, I was um happy with that. It was good to see Paul Bettany just be Paul Bettany, you know, mm-hmm. Mister Mister Priest. But um, uh, Vision went out like a little bitch in this movie. What? He didn't really seem as powerful as he has been in all the other movies. Well, once he, he died stabbed, twice. He died twice within like two minutes of each other. <laughs> That's not dying like a bitch. He he blew up and then he unblew up. <laughs> rotted away like that's pretty hardcore like his death was fucked up you know what i learned from this movie never love people because you're just gonna <laughs> fuck up the universe or die twice oh man she's probably super scarred from that she killed him and then he's like oh no he's back oh no wait he's dead again like it was so fucked up mm-hmm. aubrey what did you think of uh vision and, and scarlet witch's story I was glad to see them finally hook up and everything. I was glad that that happened. I think that they both needed happiness in their life if it was just for a millisecond. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, what about you? Uh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, That's a classic. Joey. No, I don't. That's a classic pairing of Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, going back to old school Avengers. Plus, they were in my favorite comic of all time, West Coast Avengers. Uh, so... Can't really uh, go wrong there. I was very happy to see it finally actually happening. They didn't get very much time to be happy, though. <laughs> right. Oh, they did. They got to walk three blocks <laughs> <laughs> to a store and then get attacked by monsters. So I guess that's the par for the course of being a superhero. So. Mm, all right. Yeah. So all right. So let's talk about Captain America, uh, Black Widow and Falcon making their grand appearance. What did you guys think of their kind of quasi storyline? They didn't really... I don't think they really had much of a character arc for any of those characters. Uh, let's start with Ico. Yeah, they were. I feel like they were the ones that got the least screen time. Uh, uh, the dialogue, even spoken by Captain America, was just very little and subtle. There was just not much really going on there. Um, in my opinion, I don't really know even how to comment on much of what to say besides their arc as just being more of supporting characters within certain scenes. Cause mm-hmm. besides captain sort of like gathering everyone together in, uh, in the beginning, like there, there wasn't really much for them to do. They were probably saving a lot of that for either, you know, for the next one where they wipe them off. Probably, probably. All right. Didi, what did you yeah, think he's, of? He's what, dead, bro. Um, I would, I, I think yeah, he, like, the they're, they're lining it up that way. Uh, <laughs> Didi, what did you think of uh of these these three characters and their story arcs or lack of? I spent 
I spend most of the time looking at his uh, luxurious beard <laughs> and hair. Like I'm not very much of a hair puller, but never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, it was dope. It was good seeing them three uh, take on the children of Thanos and just beat the shit out of them. It was just mm-hmm. great to watch. Anthony Mackie, not so much. I was happy with uh, seeing less and less of him. Can y'all, can y'all tell I really don't give a fuck about Anthony Mackie? I don't give a fuck Why about Anthony Why do you Mackie. hate Anthony Mackie so much? Explain this. Um, His real name is Clarence, that's why. <laughs> His real name is Clarence. It's <laughs> it's what he does off screen. Like, I've seen a bunch of interviews with him, and it's just like, whenever I hear him talk, I just want to smack the fuck out of him. Um, you mean like cut, yeah, the, cut just, the check? Made, you mean like the cut the check dialogue? Cut the check dialogue. Um, his his um, his interview with uh, Sway's Universe when they were promoting um, that Christmas movie they were in. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a lot of shit. Just a lot of shit. I don't, really don't like him. Uh, Black Widow. She was cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Cool. <laughs> exactly. She did absolutely nothing. Aubrey, um, were you a fan you of know, Captain America's luxurious hair? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I what? do like whole hair. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> You'll never. The world will never know. Um, Tom Hardy knows. Oh yeah, he does. I think that um, you can definitely see that they were having those characters step back to make way for the spotlight of you know who's going to be taking over the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I didn't mind that at all. I think that you know it is time for them to really step back and to give other characters a um a spotlight and and so i didn't mind that they were really kind of in the background as supporting characters i think they did great as supporting characters honestly i think that that was you know a really good move for marvel to have them just as supporting characters i was super excited to see them show up just in time like i was hyped but again i mean i'm glad that they made the decision that they did Mm -hmm. all right joey what about you dude what did you think of uh Cap and Black Widow and Falcon. Oh, come on, dude. I love Captain America. <laughs> and I love uh, Black Widow, especially in these movies. Uh, How much is Disney paying you? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. But, you know, I really wish they hadn't, you know, I wish they hadn't shown Cap and them showing up to save them in the trailers. Yeah. They show that whole scene in Good Morning America. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that, but um, yeah, that that was kind of a moment robbed of its gravitas by the previews, yeah. and that's not something Marvel usually does. So that was kind of interesting, but I guess they didn't feel it was that big a deal. Dude, they do that but all. They do that all the time. They do I was just happy that they showed up because, man, I, it, like I said, ever since the first five seconds of the movie, you're just like fuck. <laughs> like anytime <laughs> something's <laughs> happening, like the stakes were a lot higher. Like this is not going to be, you know, wacky jokes and then, you know, something happens and everybody wins. <laughs> like it was, I was just terrified for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie definitely did have a different feel. It was much more of a serious Marvel movie than any of the other ones. And it's almost like shit got real. We're not funny right now. We're being serious. So, yeah, it was awesome. I, it, uh, like I said, they, they weren't in the movie that much, but, you know, they'll be in the next one a lot, I'm sure. So. Did anyone else think he was going to take on his uh, nomad persona, or was that just me? I wasn't expecting him to show up in a yellow cape, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know they weren't going to do the cape, but I just thought he was going to refer to himself as nomad. But I guess I can dream. 
I think that's too comic booky for uh, mainstream audiences. There's a guy who hates champions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we can pretty much say that the movie is all about Thanos. Um, unlike all the other Marvel movies, which is like the hero's journey in a third act, beat him up between a hero and a villain. This is all about Thanos. This is Thanos' vision, his dream, and his goals come to life. Let's talk about the final stone that nobody knew where it was, the uh, soul stone. Uh, what did you guys think of the uh, guest appearance of the person who was in charge of leading people to the soul stone? Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Didi. Uh, kudos to Marvel for keeping that shit secret, man. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! I was not expecting you to show up. I thought he was. I thought that was it. Like I thought he was going to be done for. But um, it was great to see. We're, we're spoiling it, right? I can say who it is. We're yeah, yeah, is. yeah. Yeah, it was great to see Red, Red Skull. My only disappointment is that um, they couldn't pay Hugo Weaving enough to come back. Yeah, oh, but- fuck that. He was holding that character hostage. He was contracted to do four movies as that character, and he didn't want to do it after the first movie. I looked up the guy who played him. They replaced the actor, and I'm, I'm glad that they did. <laughs> yeah, I think that this movie pretty much proves that. I mean, as much as I love Hugo Weaving, they didn't. I really love him ne- too. They didn't like, really necessarily but- need him for this little cameo. Yeah. All right, so. so what- you're telling me that he can come back and play Megatron like five or six times. He can't come back and play Red Skull. Well, I mean, he's doing a voice as opposed to like they actually wanted him to be in like other movies as like, you know, actually True. acting I mean, besides just doing CG voices. I mean, did they go to CG route? For, uh, yeah. Did they go to CG route for Red Skull though? Yeah, they did. Okay, so he could. I just miss Hugo, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. He, he should have came back, but no. Um, as Mr. Far Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to everyone involved with the project for keeping that shit a secret. Like, cause yeah, I, I was, uh, I was not expecting that. It's funny. Uh, you bring him up. Cause like in the beginning of the movie, I thought about him like, cause when they're playing the, the Marvel logo and it has the comic books flashing by, you hear like a, a, a old radio, Right. Playing in the background and it sounds like him speaking like over that old radio. And then like I looked at my friend and I was like, dude, that is that the does that sound like the red skull to you? And and he's just like, Yeah, it kind of does. And I was like, All right, whatever. And then like later on he's he's in the movie. And I was like, Oh snap, we were right. <laughs> so all right. So I didn't hear that part. Everyone was screaming their fucking heads off when uh, the logo came up. <laughs> Dude, I was I got mad at some of the people in the theater. Like I literally turned around like three times and I was like, "Hey, could you do me a favor and shut the fuck up?" Like <laughs> I was like, so pissed. <laughs> They're talking during like in Dude, they were talking during the right before like uh Gamora told uh Star-Lord that she loved them and I was like really like into the scene. I'm like, "Oh man, uh, and like these people are talking behind me, I'm just getting pissed. Yeah, mm, yeah. So- shout out to the trolls. All right. So, Aubrey, were you a fan of the Red Skulls making a, a big appearance? Oh yeah, I I said out loud, "Oh my god!" Mm. I, I was like the noisiest person in the theater, and that never happens. <laughs> and then and then Eichel <laughs> turned around and said, "Aubrey, shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't talking during the movie, but like at big things like that. Um, I definitely said something out of surprise. Yep. Um, but no, I almost feel like everybody I saw the movie with, like everybody in the theater had no idea what they were seeing. They were just casual yeah. fans. So in the beginning, I had said, is the woman in red Wonder Woman? Because the woman behind me at the end, at the end credits scene, 
like after that, she was like, "So was that woman in red, Wonder Woman?" <laughs> wow, like, did this really just happen? Yeah. So I mean, that with the those were the type of people that I was seeing this with. Oh God, Jesus! Mm-hmm. All right, Joey, what about you, dude? You, did you have any idea that Red Skull was going to be making an appearance in this? No, I knew that there was a character that was uh, coming back that we hadn't seen in a while because somebody had vaguely talked about that online. But I was expecting it to be Quicksilver, to be quite honest with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he ain't coming back. Um, so I had no idea, especially because Hugo Weaving has said many, many, many times he's not coming back. But I'm glad he's back. Now we maybe we can. Uh, what is he going to do now? Is that it? That was our one time tying up that loose end. Now he's just hanging out in a rock with no purpose. Well, yeah. he might get out of there now. Like now that he doesn't have to guard the stone anymore because it's destroyed. Like he pro. I mean, that's the actual place that you could physically get to. So he might just, you know, take a ship and leave and become a villain later on. I would like to see him again, though. I think Red Skull is a cool yeah. villain. We'll see him in uh, Thunderbolts in Phase <laughs> Four. Yeah, I had a feeling he was going to be in a movie because I remember Kevin Feige saying that um, this movie was going to a lot of things were going to be paid off from that. They set up in all the other movies uh, was going to be paid off in this one. And I'm like, they never did really talk about red skull and all those other movies. So, but when he did come on screen, I was like, Holy shit. I had yeah. no, I was shocked. Even though he did kind of look like a red Skeletor, but uh, it, <laughs> I, I was still cool with it. He just, he looks so badass with like his cape. Yeah. He was like a grim reaper with yeah. the red skull face. I was like, hell yeah. So, I'm not going to lie. I did like, I was like, whoa, like when I saw him too. That, I think like re- reactions like those are fine. But when you're having a conversation in a the theater, like while scenes are going on and you're trying to listen like only to one conversation at a time, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You beat him up. Yeah. All right. So I think that, oh, and then the last, the last big final part, let's talk about our trip back to Wakanda with uh vision and toe with them trying to figure out how to uh how to uh fix fix vision's brain re- by removing a stone and destroying it what did you guys think of the return to wakanda uh let's start with uh let's start with joey uh it was awesome i, I love black <laughs> panther um i know that's my reaction to everything it was awesome it was awesome um i thought it was hilarious when <laughs> war machine tricked uh the bruce banner into bowing mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Um, yeah, man. I, I, it's great to see him Baku again, and he didn't die at the end, which was good. Thank God for that. Yeah, they didn't. I was really hoping they would give him some like funny dialogue or something to say, but he, he had like mm-hmm. one line, and that was it. But he was there. <laughs> and that was just a great battle at the end. That was really cool. So, yeah, was, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty epic battle. Aubrey, what did you think of the return of Wakanda and these characters again? I thought that that was a fantastic place to have the war be. Um, I, I was, I was a little bit disappointed that she didn't take the stone out of his head. I was really rooting for Shri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I thought that everything else was fucking awesome. Um, I love um, all the technology that they did. I liked Bucky's lines about loving. Loving, loving the place. being there and yeah. everything. Um, I loved the Hulkbuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't quite understand. I, I didn't. I was a little bit hesitant on the Hulkbuster actually because I was like, why is it in Wakanda and not? Why did Tony Stark not develop it? But then you know, I kind of just got over it. 
I thought it was cool that they decided to open the boundaries so that they could attack on land. It almost reminded me of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think of was Harry Potter. Um, but I thought that that fight scene was so awesome, and then the ending was just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Mm-hmm. I I was excited to see everybody, but I mean, again, this was like almost three hours into the movie, and at this point, you're like, "Okay, really? Where's Hawkeye, Ant Man, <laughs> and all the rest of them? Where are they at now?" Where they at? All right. So, Didi, what did you think about the return of Wakanda? Um, seeing Shuri drag Bruce Banner just brought so much joy and happiness <laughs> to my life. My skin was clear. It's just, it was just beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it was good to see him come back to Wakanda. That like got one of the loudest responses in the theater I was in. It's just, and he's the theme song and everything. It was just great. The battle was great. Um, I definitely have some theories for the next one that I hope comes true because, you know, T'Challa is not the only one to wear the, uh, the suit. Yep. So, um, it was just good. Um, I kind of wish that battle between, um, what's her name? Is Proximina Midnight, right? Is that, is that her name? Yep. That's it. Um, I wish that battle would have went longer because seeing, um, Okoye team up with, uh, Scarlet and, uh, you what uh, was just fucking amazing. Yeah, you literally read my mind. When I was when that scene came on, that's the one thing I wanted to watch. You could give me a 15-minute fight scene with just those three women fighting and I would have loved it and I, but oh man, that that was all was, you only saw like 30 seconds of that fight and it's so disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think it makes a, a very strong case for that uh for that uh all-female superhero team up that Tessa Thompson and myself, we won along with the rest of the world. That needs to be a thing. That would have been awesome to have all three of them plus Tessa Thompson. That I would have been like standing and applauding and screaming. Um, that would have been whew, mm-hmm. have a movie with those four. I laughed when when they asked why um, Wanda was up with Vision. Like, where was she this whole time? <laughs> exactly. Seeing Bucky and um. Rocket, Rocket, Raccoon, too much. That was team awesome. Up. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thor's interest with uh, Groot and everybody. Yeah, I need. I would watch a Bucky and a uh, Rocket Raccoon movie. Yeah, yeah. And that was hysterical. The dialogue between the two of them was great. I, I really, really, really wanted Led Zeppelin to play when Thor showed up, just because I, <laughs> I was so in love with with the Ragnarok soundtrack. I was like, please. Please play immigrant sound the immigrant song. You know what, Aubrey? So I, I way over budget. I almost thought it did play. Like that scene was so epic. Like in my brain, that music was playing. It's hard to separate the two now at this point. Yeah, right. I I was all for that. Mm-hmm. All right, Eiko, what did you think of the big battle scene, dude? Besides the uh, the oh. women fighting up, which I actually did love too. Oh no, I mean, like I said, everything I thought was great. I thought when Thanos. Uh, showed up that's when i really got excited which mm-hmm. is something i want to talk a little bit more about because this movie is a thanos movie yep. like josh brolin oh, yeah. absolutely killed it i had no idea that thanos was going to be had this much screen time he would just be like so just driven there's so much layer and like depth to like kind of conversation you could have with what he's talking about like man like he was just fantastic. There was li- he was literally unstoppable throughout the entirety okay. of the movie, up until that like one moment where like 
they like you know Star Lord's like plan to sort of like knock him out. Well, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty dope. I was like, this is not gonna go well though. <laughs> but the final battle scene, I thought it was dope when they killed Vision. And then he reversed time and then ripped it from his head. Like, that was just so brutal. Like, in a way, I was cheering for Thanos the entire time because I just wanted yeah. to see, like, how a movie and a story can be affected when, like, it just doesn't always go the way you want. Mm-hmm. And I, I absolutely love that. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else that like was just really stand out there. Uh, I mean, everyone died. All the, the the new Avengers were the ones who disappeared. So as soon as they started disappearing, something that started came into my head. I'm like, well, Spider-Man's movie comes out next July, so right. I know he's not dead. <laughs> but one of the things me and my friend were talking about were like, what if the next Spider-Man movie is a Miles Morales movie? And like, Ooh, wait. Because Think about it. Like Spider-Man is technically dead, so someone would take up the Spider-Man mantle while he's gone, and then he comes back, and then they do the team-up movie. I think that would have been cool because I was like, you're not going to find out the fate of what happened to any one of those people until maybe the ending scene of uh, Captain Marvel. Because if you think about it, they're going to have to release a Spider-Man trailer. Like, hold on. So the movie comes out in July. Usually you get a, a, a trailer, what, six months before the movie? Uh, yeah, Safe usually. Yeah. Usually around like, uh, yeah, about seven, seven, eight months right before seven, that. Eight months, something yeah. like that. So I just wonder how they're going to do that with the marketing. If like if this is going to be sort of like answered in Ant-Man or Wasp. But like I said, like you can't advertise a movie where they just kill off Spider-Man and – you don't really have the answer to that. So I'm really curious how they're going to market that. But uh, my, my theory is this as well is like if you notice all the new Avengers were the ones who sort of left and all the OG Avengers were the ones who were left behind. Yep. So the next movie, it's going to be probably a bunch of the OG Avengers making sacrifices to bring everybody back. And I think that's when we're actually going to see like those deaths. Yep, yep. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. I think that's exactly the way it's going to happen. And you know, another reason that you know this is Thanos' movie is like at the end of every Marvel movie, it says Captain America will be back in, mm-hmm. Iron Man will be back in, but this one they said Thanos will be back in, and it just ended with his name. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's totally his movie, totally his movie. All right, so yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. I mean – uh, I love this movie. I will be going to see it again a couple of times. It is definitely different from if you watch like all the other Marvel movies. Like I said, they're all like hero journeys movies. This is the first villain journey movie, and uh, it's 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 kind of a blow. It's kind of a uh, uh, kind of knocks you knocks you back uh, on your feet a little bit. Um, but as Joey said, Joey said it best. Spider-Man Empire. <laughs> Joey, you said it best. It's the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel movies, and that's like a very perfect comparison. My yeah, at least at the end of Empire, there was like a little bit of hope. It's like, all right, we know Han's out there, but we're gonna go get him. You know, we look out into the galaxy. You know, we we're we're down, but we're not out. This one, it's like they're yeah. down. <laughs> it ends no, with, no, it they ends with no, Thanos I smiling. disagree. They did that with Captain Marvel with uh, uh what's it called? Nick Fury sending out the uh, yeah. little beep. That was no, no. super exciting yeah, because that's... I love Captain Marvel, so <laughs> I'm I'm hyped for that. So I was at the end like whooping, and of course I have to explain it to pretty much everybody in the theater what's right. going on. Exactly. Like, so the people what's who that have... symbol? I'm like, it's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is going to help everybody, but 
Um, I think the issue mainly that I had with this movie and why I'm not overly excited about it is because it was definitely a movie that is building up to the next movie having the most action and the most impact. This this was just the beginning. Yep. So it's anticlimactic for me because now I'm like at the edge of my seat wanting to know what's going to happen at the, in the next movie. So it just hypes me up for the next movie. That's kind of, I guess, why I'm not so super excited about this because it just excites you for the next one. Right. It, it, Would it, you say you felt the same way maybe during the first uh, half of the last Harry Potter movies? Yes. Like I, yeah. I actually, I left the theater and I said... I feel like I just watched Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows type part one. Yeah, I 100% agree with that statement. That's kind of how I left too. And I was just like, you sort of want to leave and we're trained to leave a Marvel movie just feeling so satisfied at the end. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you leave this one. You're just like, I just need to sit down. Yeah, I don't feel like I finished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like there was a super buildup and it never, never finished. Well, it, it's hard to to give a real good judgment on this movie because it is half of a story. It's not the full movie. Yeah, yeah. So you can't really. Yeah. It's, it's tough to give a, a complete judgment on it without seeing the other half of it. Um, well, that being said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys give it out of five? Let's start with Didi. Um, uh, I will definitely give it a four and a half. Um, only because I haven't been this angry about an ending since the end of Matrix Reloaded. Jesus. Because mm. mm. that ending pissed me the fuck <laughs> off. True. But, um, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next one. Um, quick question. Um, I know Ant-Man is coming out in um, Avengers 4. Is the Wasp coming out too? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, coming right. out in like a few months in July. No, no, no. I mean, are the, are both of them going to be in uh, Avengers four? I would yes. assume so. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, assume, yeah, I would so. assume so. Okay, then there goes my theory because us. I, I thought the Wasp is going to disappear at the end of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I wish and that it, they both would disappear because it kind of it works too. Because if you think about it, they like got rid of most of the Avengers. Like most of them are dead now, so you have room to squeeze in the other ones to bring everybody back. You know. I think they just like, use the time stone to just rewind it so nobody's dead. Well, Probably. I mean, like everyone know. Well, you have to remember as well, like that time stone. Like when he saw all like the different like timelines, like he's going on the right one. So he knew he had to like give the stone to Thanos for this. Mm-hmm. You know, the one chance of victory to go through. So it's all part of his plan. So if anything, Doctor Strange is probably going to be the savior of this uh, whole thing because without him setting up the sequence of events that's going to lead to, you know, eating Thanos is, uh, sort of demise. Yeah. All right. What about you? I go out of five. I'm like in between a three, five and a four right now. Three, five would be what all the gripes that I had with, like just inserting certain tones of dialogue that didn't feel like appropriate within, uh, certain scenes. Uh, some of the CG, was a little meh, which, you know, as a critic, I have to criticize the movie on that. But like I said, like as a fan, the movie is a, a solid four, 100%. But I think Aubrey said it best earlier. It's just it's half of a movie. Or, yeah, uh, Mark said it as well. It's like it's half of a movie. So it's hard to to judge it on this scale. But, yeah, I, I give it a great score. I'll go with a four. 
the more right. I think about the movie, the more I seem to like appreciate what actually happened. All right, Aubrey. Um, I also give it a four because I think once the second part comes out, I'm going to enjoy it a lot more than I did. And I think that my upset with it is really just that it was built up and there's really it. I didn't get any satisfaction out of finishing the movie. All right, Mark. Uh, Yeah, I'll give it a a four out of five. Um, It will probably go up once I see part two and be able to put the two stories together. I gave it a million out of five. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that Disney money is rolling uh, in. Bro. I fucking loved it. it Mark's going to rage. It was great. It was great. It was Hold just up. like Empire Strikes Back. It was that that type of movie. Just fuck. <laughs> so so that was for me. I said, that's, that's my score. So now we know where the budget went to mm-hmm. Thanos and paying off Joey. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Awesome. So let's uh, run along. So let's askew recommendations and just give our guests a chance to pimp their wares. Uh, Didi, where can we find you? I can't believe you guys are making me do this. Um, making you do this. Uh, I guess if you want to listen to my measly ass podcast, you can find them on uh, SoundCloud and uh, Pod Addict. Uh, you got Right Man Child Podcast and Casually Sarcastic with Keisha and Didi. And another one that I don't really mention that much because my co-host is like married with kids. Um, you can also yeah, find Joey. <laughs> <laughs> but Joey, Joey comes through. My homeboy, we haven't done a show in four months, so I don't really mention it. But um, oh. you can also find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, D-E-D-E-E underscore sweets. It would have been an extra D, but some fucker has my nickname. So whatever. Oh, that's the way it happens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not salty about it. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Aiko? What's going on with you? Well, I am currently in Florida. Just uh, got done with a wedding. Uh, It's visiting some family and doing some more recording for Lyrical Gohan. So I am trying to finish up the album at least by summer. Have it out in the fall so I could uh, buy more video games. And I'm trying to release a new music video come July. I got a new song coming out on May 4th. So stay tuned for that. Releasing it on uh, Jedi Day. Wait, is that the day? Yeah, May the 4th. Yeah, Yeah, so May 4th. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, new music uh, coming out soon. Uh, May 4th, new album in the fall. Besides that, just just being uh, ill as usual and tight. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Vero. I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, my rap about my bumper stickers will be on the new album. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you some uh, OP5 uh, bumper stickers. There you go. <laughs> I will put them on my car. I'm going to keep awesome. banging the drum for that Ico and Bad Baby crossover. So, Bro, uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> like I said, like, like, let's, like you, you could be the manager and uh, handle all that, and I'll just throw in the hot verse. There you go. Awesome. So you have been listening to episode number 195 of the So Wizard podcast. I have no idea what we're talking about next week. I still need to go to see my psychiatrist to recover from Infinity War, (laughs) but I'm sure we'll have something to talk about. So on behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, peons. 
the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. I love you guys. Wakanda forever. Special guests, Ico the Rain Man. You. And Didi Sweets. So long and bone apple titty. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>